What kinds of situations cause you to feel pressure to perform? Is it a team event, a golf trip with friends, playing with better golfers, or maybe playing with people you don't know very well? If you have ever worried about how you might play when playing with others, this episode will lift that weight from your game. Stay tuned because I'm going to teach you how to eliminate the pressure to play great by pointing your focus in one direction. She Talks Birdie is for you, the golf enthusiast who wants to discover how to play the game you love better, smarter, and more effortlessly. If that sounds like exactly what you need to take your game to the next level, then I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Dr. Shannon Reese, and in each episode, we'll take a look behind the curtain in your mind to uncover the simple mindset strategies that will help you play great. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm thrilled you decided to stop by. Life's too short and golf is meant to be too much fun for you to be playing under a lot of pressure. I'm looking forward to helping you offload yours if you struggle with any of the five worry-inducing scenarios that I'm going to share with you today with a very simple adjustment to your focus. But before I dive in, I want to send a big thank you and give a shout out to Stevie19, who left me a lovely review on iTunes. Stevie19 wrote, Dr. Reese is an asset to the golf community. She is forthright and on the ball when it comes down to getting rid of the cobwebs and training us to focus. Her course that I participated in taught me to stay in the moment. Don't worry about an outcome that hasn't happened. One shot at a time is my mantra now. Focus on the target, not the ball. Thanks, Shannon. Hope you're well. Well, Stevie, thanks so much for leaving the review. You're awesome. And yes, I'm doing great. And if you are enjoying this podcast too, I hope you will consider heading over to iTunes to leave me a review as well. You might get a shout out on my next episode if you do. Now let's get into today's topic. Experiencing pressure to play well is a sign of poor focus. Playing with pressure takes the fun out of the game, causes tension, and negatively impacts your shot-making ability. Just because golf is a challenging game to play doesn't mean that you can't have fun playing it. There's a big difference between stepping up to a challenge in golf with confidence or fear. One engages you in the thrill of testing your skills, while the other can cause you to doubt that you have the skills required to play well. Certain triggers can escalate the pressure-inducing questions that run through your mind, making it very difficult to focus on the right things. And the triggers I'm referring to show up when you're spending time focusing on others. I work with a lot of clients who play golf for business and pleasure. There have been many cases when a client has gotten so worried about how his or her game might negatively impact someone else's opinion of them that they end up playing poorly in front of those they'd like to impress. Junior golfers who worry about getting a chance to play college golf face similar struggles in tournaments when they know college coaches are watching. 
Is there anyone you've played with whose opinion of you and your game mattered a lot to you? If you're human and have been playing for more than a year or two, the answer is probably yes. Playing with others is a natural part of golf. But I worked with one client who preferred to play by himself as often as he could. He would go out of his way to avoid the discomfort of playing with anyone else. It didn't matter if he was in a foursome with people who he knew or complete strangers, on his home course or one he'd never played. The pressure he would put on himself to play well was just as extreme because in all those different situations, his focus was still the same. Rather than being tuned into his game, his objectives, his opinion, and his enjoyment, he would get tied up in knots because he was allowing himself to get wrapped up in the people around him. In order to play great, you need to have all your attention focused on yourself. Yes, you need to be more self-centered, but in a productive way. I am not suggesting you be completely antisocial, but as I talked about in episode 11, when it's time to hit your next shot, you want your focus entirely centered on that shot and yourself so you can effectively plan it, execute it, and evaluate it without any unnecessary mental clutter in tow. There's plenty of time between shots and holes to engage with other people as much or as little as you prefer. Between shots and holes is when you want to intentionally rest so you keep your mental battery on full. For more information, be sure to check out episode 11 where I cover this strategy in detail. My client was in such a bad habit of focusing on other golfers that he would feel a lot of pressure when he was playing with a slow player in his group because he didn't want his group to hold up those behind him. He'd also feel pressure when in a partnered event because he didn't want to let his playing partners down. He'd also feel pressure when he'd hit a poor shot or two because he didn't want his playing partners to be sorry they were stuck with him. He'd feel a lot of pressure when in a competitive event because he wanted to beat another player. And lastly, he would feel a lot of pressure when he was with someone he wanted to impress but was not having his best round. Can you relate to any of those concerns? It's not hard to get wrapped up in the wrong things from time to time. The solution to this kind of pressure-inducing distraction is to focus on your game and only your game as if you're the only one on the course. This doesn't require you to completely isolate yourself from your playing partners the entire round. You simply want to make a point to do so when you're ready to get into your mental bubble and focus on your next shot. It's important that you are free of other voices in your head or other people's expectations when preparing for every shot. When you are playing, focus on playing as if by yourself and play for yourself. To make things clear, let's break this all down. Starting with eliminating worry number one, playing with a slow player in your group. It's bound to happen. You will get paired up with someone whose pace of play is on the slow side. How you respond to someone else's pace says a lot about the state of your mental game. You may have tried dropping hints about speeding things up, but when that doesn't work, 
Have you started to rush your game to try to make up for the lag? That's the biggest mistake you can make when in this situation, because by sacrificing your pace of play, you will guarantee two things will happen. Number one, it won't change the slow player's pace. And number two, it will cause your shot quality to deteriorate. Know where your focus is. Pointing your attention to someone else's game will lead to making poor choices about your own. Remember why you're playing. You're there to play well. The only way to position yourself to play well is to focus on your game so that you remain committed to playing at your own pace. And if you stop and think about it, rushing your game will cause poor shots, which ultimately adds time to your round, not less. There is never a good reason to rush because someone else isn't. Now let's address eliminating worry number two, playing well so you don't let a teammate down. If you belong to a golf club, you may play in partnered and team events. Perhaps you play in a weekly league. That doesn't change the fact that golf is an individual sport. Therefore, it's important that you play by yourself for yourself at all times. In a team setting, you want to contribute, and that's great. But the best way to be a good, solid contributor is to play with 100% of your attention on your game. You will begin to feel pressure when you worry about how your game might impact others or how you might need to step things up to make up for a partner who is having a rough round. You can only focus well on one thing at a time. That's how trying to juggle a lot of swing thoughts can become problematic too. Clutter is kryptonite in golf. Let your playing partners be responsible for their own games and give yourself permission to be 100% dialed into your own. You will hit better shots, which will lead to better scores, which will be exactly what you wanted to accomplish in the first place, just with a lot less distraction and pressure. Eliminating worry number three, thinking about what others might be thinking about you. You may not even recognize how often you're in a habit of wondering what others might be thinking about you. When you try to play better because you're worried about someone else's impression of you, you're playing for the wrong person. How do you know if this might be a pressure trigger for you? Ask yourself if you've ever been embarrassed after hitting a bad shot or getting a big number on a hole, or having a really bad round? If yes, then those are the times you cared too much about someone else's opinion of your game more than your own. And your opinion is the only one that matters. Catch yourself when you begin wondering what another might be thinking and recognize that you're trying to write their thoughts for them. Yes, I know that sounds funny, but that's exactly what you're doing. It creates clutter and distraction, so reset your focus and get back to playing for you. Next, we want to talk about eliminating worry number four, wanting to beat another golfer. Who is your competition? If you're one of my clients, you know it is never another golfer. Does that answer surprise you? Think about it. In golf, everyone is competing against the same thing, and it's not a who. It's a what. You and every other golfer on the planet are competing against par, meaning the golf course you're playing. 
To focus on what another player is doing or not doing distracts you from competing against the course effectively. Your goal must be to kick the golf course's butt and to be the best at doing that. There are specific mental game rules to follow in order to play with a competitive mindset, and I will be sharing more about that subject in a future episode. For now, I want you to avoid thinking about others while you are playing with them. It can lead to comparing your game, your score, and more to them. This shines your attention on them and limits the attention you can devote to you. Golf is complex enough without adding a lot of unnecessary complex thinking to your round. Keep things simple by keeping your focus locked on your next shot and play one shot at a time. The last worry that I want to focus on helping you eliminate is number five, wanting to prove yourself to others. This final pressure trigger is similar to number three, but the reason this one gets its own spotlight is because it's tied to how you may be measuring your self-worth. You are more than your last shot, your last hole, or your last round. It breaks my heart when a golfer tells me that they're worried about whether their friends will still want to play with them if they continue to play poorly. Similarly, it's a waste of energy to worry about whether you'll close a business deal or create a strong business connection if you don't play well. Personally, I prefer others make their decisions about me regarding my coaching ability based on my coaching track record. Juniors, this message is for you too. What matters the most is how you mentally and emotionally navigate the ups and downs of your game without losing heart, drive, resilience, or your great attitude. College coaches are looking for complete players, not just ones who can hit pure shots. They want to see how prospects handle themselves, especially when things aren't going well. Focus on positioning yourself for pressure-free golf by keeping your thoughts, your goals, and your decisions centered on you and only you. It's not a selfish approach to golf. It's a focus devoted to self-preservation. You'll be amazed by how much better you can play when you keep your focus in that one direction. If this episode revealed some pressure triggers that you need to resolve in your game, I encourage you to download the cheat sheet I created for this episode. On it, you will find the five reminders of how to keep your focus locked on your game during play. Print it and post a copy where you can review it before heading to the course. And consider taking a copy with you in your bag in case you need reminding during the round. You can grab a copy by heading over to trainingfor-optimal-performance.com forward slash 013. That's trainingfor-optimal-performance.com forward slash 013. To quickly recap, here are the five pressure trigger avoidance tactics you want to apply to your game. Number one, if you start to worry about a slow player in your group, Commit to sticking to your pace so you don't slow things down further by putting yourself in a position where you might start hitting poor shots. Number two, if you worry about playing well for a teammate, make sure you play like you are alone on the course so you keep your focus where it will help you play at your best. Number three, if you worry about what others might be thinking about you, especially when you aren't playing at your best, Keep in mind that the only opinion that matters about your game is yours. 
to write other people's thoughts for them is just silly. Number four, if you worry about beating another golfer, reset your focus on competing against the right entity, the golf course, and commit to take your game one target and one shot at a time. And number five, if you worry about proving yourself to others, remember that you have value as a person that is far more important than your performance on a shot, a hole, or a round. Prove to yourself that you can play the game with your focus on the right things for the right reasons. If you struggle with any of these pressure triggers, all you have to do is catch your thoughts drifting outside your game, hit the pause button, and then recommit to pointing your thoughts back at you and your game. Things start changing for the better on the outside when you start embracing the changes that must take place on the inside. If you have any questions or comments on this episode, please leave them for me beneath the show notes on my website at trainingforoptimalperformance.com forward slash 013, and I'll be happy to help you out. And if you're interested in diving deeper into this topic or want to connect with me live, please consider joining me inside my private Facebook group every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern when you can ask me anything. You'll find that link to that private Facebook group, which is free for anyone to join, on the show notes page too. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes to rate it and leave me a review. It's the best way to support this podcast and enable me to keep providing you with the actionable content you need to play great. And if you haven't subscribed to the She Talks Birdie podcast, what are you waiting for? That'll guarantee that you get notified every time the next juicy episode drops. I'll be back soon. Until then, get out there and play great.